On this episode of Dad's Drinking Beer, the dads do check-ins on their ongoing Get Fit Challenge and crack open Lagunitas Daytime IPA, which is certainly smashable. We preview Championship Weekend for the NFL, where Chris predicts who the real winner is going to be, and it's not who you think. Last, the licensed modern dads dish out some dad vice for all of our listeners, and Jim waxes nostalgic on Alex Trebek, Jeopardy, and that legacy. So sit back, relax, enjoy responsibly. This is Dad's Drinking Beer. I'm going to start that over. I don't want yeah. to do it. Yeah, it was not good. Just, just add that I'm, I'm Chris and yeah. this is Jim. Yeah. yeah. Um, Everything else was great. Yeah, it just seemed a little cheesy. Cheese away. We can add it away. <laughs> Sorry to bring up cheese. Oh. <laughs> Damn you. Oh. Dad's Drinking Beer. Welcome to Dad's Drinking Beer. We are back in the bunker with you guys tonight to go over some beer, some dad stuff, a couple bits of dad advice. This is going to be a fun episode tonight, guys. Thanks for being here with us. My name's Jim, here with my guy Chris. What's going on tonight, Chris? Living the dream, buddy. Living the dream. Yeah, feeling good. Um, you are feeling good. You're looking good. Feeling good. It so, does, yeah. it does, it, it's, it's nice. You know, we're doing the Get Fit Challenge. Yeah. We're midway through January, maybe a little bit, a little bit beyond that. It's already the twentieth now. And because this is our cheat day, because we've decided this is our day that we actually enjoy. Uh, we don't go crazy on this day. It's not like we're eating all the chocolate cake, but we do have our beers. Kind of want to get to this beer a little earlier. So tonight we're drinking daytime IPA from Lagunitas. Lagunitas daytime, is, baby. I know I've had it before, but it's been a long time since I've had it. So. Yeah. Um, I actually turned down chocolate cake earlier tonight, too. You did? I did. I did. I'll tell you about it later. Oh, but my God. Yeah, I'm down, too. This is my cheat night for the for, for the week. Cheers, buddy. So Let's... we're going we're gonna to drink this while we do the entire podcast. Yep. So we're doing it a little bit different. Maybe we'll do this forever. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, before we get into right off the bat, we're going to crack these beers and, uh, and Now chat. you know. Now you know. Lagunitas, daytime. Yummy, yummy. 98 calories, three carbs. Let's try this, baby. It is good. Awesome. So how's your week been? Good, man. I mean, honestly, right off the bat, I've been focusing on like the whole weight loss thing. I mean, I don't even say weight loss. It's more of just like the feeling better thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like I'm not obsessed with losing a ton of weight, although it is about the golf clubs. Let's not forget the the ultimate vision board, the the thing in Chris's eyes, you know, when uh, Gary Wright's Dreamweaver starts. Yes. Wayne Campbell seeing the... Cassandra and seeing the guitar. Oh yes, they will be mine. Yes, that is exactly how it is. The Dreamweaver overlay music. Um, yeah, a couple of my buddies are giving me shit. They're like, "Oh, I can't believe that you, your wife is telling you you can't get the golf clubs until you lose weight." And that's not it at all. It's that I need to lose the weight. I need motivation, and golf clubs are the motivation yeah. for me. There's nothing wrong with that. I think some people don't have any of that, that drive or any of that uh, reason to keep moving. Yeah. You actually have a tangible like goal, a tangible reward that yeah. you would get in, in return for that. And we played last weekend, and I guarantee you I would have played 10 times better if I had those clubs. Hey, no comment. No comment. <laughs> Just kidding. Yeah, dude, I'm on day 16 of my, my whole 30-ish. I'm feeling great. 
The beard is full. It is very robust. Thank you. The Peloton's getting its action. I gotta yeah. be real. Uh, being all over that. The shirts I'm wearing are fitting nicer. That's good. They're fitting better. And I told you, I'm not even thinking about weighing it. I'm right. not even going to touch a scale. Yeah. And, and I shouldn't, right? Exactly. Whole, whole 30 plan. But I think my holiday bloat is nearly gone, yeah. right? I think yeah, that yeah. was the main piece where it's like, get rid of those two months of habit uh, of, of the eating and drinking where you just didn't care. Like, yeah, you were working out still, but you were not really making any gains because totally. you completely washed it away over the weekend yeah, yeah. Or, or, or got behind it, to be yeah, honest. Yeah, you're right. You got any updates for us yeah, a couple same, times? Uh, same here. I feel like the holiday bloat or the holiday weight is kind of gone now, finally. I did lose another two pounds today. So that's a total of 10 pounds. No, 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 no. Uh, Wait, wait. Are you, are you going to get a tattoo uh, yeah, now? Yes. Yeah. Steph was actually, she's like, what are you going to go? You're going to get a tattoo today? I was like, well, I didn't know I was going to lose, so I didn't have anything planned. But um, yeah, I'll figure something out and get something done. So right. I think that's the thing I need. Again, that's kind of like those little benchmarks for me to kind of keep going because it's not like I want another tattoo, but it is kind of like a marker for me to be like, don't go back. You know what I mean? Like, don't be like, okay, cool. I lost 10. I'm going to go back to where I was. We were talking about it before we hit record. Like, there's that moment for me where at least where I'm like, I, f I know my limit where I'm like, I feel uncomfortable. I, it takes me a while to wake up in the morning. It's the whole thing, right? So it's everything's yeah. just kind of like feeling shitty. That is now gone. So that's good. That's so. huge. Feeling is almost almost better than like data results. It is. It for me. It is for me. It is all about how I feel. It 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 it, it is how I feel in my clothes for sure. But it is more about how I feel. Like my feet don't hurt as bad. My fucking back doesn't hurt so much. So, yeah. See, you, some it, people it, set only ten pounds. I mean, another well, that's twenty. What I can't saying. wait. Yeah. Some people have set unrealistic number goals, but it's about how do you feel? How do you feel? And I feel much better. I'm sleeping about the same. Oh, okay. But it's, it's even better. But it's hard. I, you know what? I could probably make quicker gains if I got another hour or two a night uh, of of good rest. But meh. Yeah. You know, I'll just work out harder during the day and not not eat past 8 o'clock or 9 o'clock or whatever. So that is one thing I'm doing with the Weight Watchers app, too. And again, this is, I mean, I wish Weight Watchers was was kicking us some action, but they aren't. Dude, UN Sierra, dude. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And the fat Jew. We'd all be... Honest to God, a yeah. lot of people are, are jumping on the Weight Watchers yeah. train. Where the fuck is your contract, I mean, man? hook me up. I, I'm the perfect Weight Watchers rep. Anyway... One thing I am doing is fully like leaning into that. Like I'm doing the activity tracking, the sleep tracking, all of that. Because I think that's part of it. You kind of gamify the whole thing. You have to. And it makes it fun. Same with Peloton. Like you get the, I want, I want those little dots all over my calendar. So yeah, here yeah. we are. That's good shit. That's yeah. really good shit. Yeah. I'm glad to hear that. You know, we talked last week about cravings. Um, I know Weight Watchers technically, you don't have to have cravings because you could just plan for it yeah. if you're going to have a little dessert maybe yeah. you have a little lighter lunch yep. or whatever but is there anything that you're overall missing out of your first 20 days I actually you started around Christmas your first four four, four and a half weeks yeah I, not really I mean yeah like you said the the for me it, I can eat stuff and have you know if I wanted to have a, a piece of pizza I could if I wanted to have this I could I haven't had the desire I do enjoy having a couple beers with with my buddy, so that's definitely yeah. something I enjoy doing. I don't feel I, I don't think I miss it because I feel like we we record right in the middle of the week, so I kind of right before I miss it, 
we get it again. Um, so I feel pretty good. Are you, because I feel like with your situation, you get a little more of that, like you can't have this. So are you feeling like you want or miss something? Well, yeah. Um, <laughs> You're like, yeah, I've been waiting for you to fucking ask me. <laughs> I feel like I'm pregnant when you ask me a question like that. Like, do you have any, do I have any cravings? Yes, I do. Thank you. Thank you for asking. <laughs> Last week it was the, it was the cheese. It was definitely huh. melted cheese with quesadillas and <laughs> And I'm just kind of staring off. I know you're space. like staring off into space. <laughs> I'm having my I'm like, like Jim, dream dreamer moment, you know. 45 of, minutes later, but it's a bowl of queso. <laughs> um, I'm feeling, to be honest, wine, wine and beer. To be honest, yeah. right now we had badass steaks last uh, Saturday, I believe, and I grilled up some big fucking steaks, big fucking steaks, and we ate, and I probably ate. At least a twenty ounce steak, like it was massive. <laughs> I but you can on that. I didn't. You can on well, that's, the whole that's thirty. That's what's yeah. cool. The, yeah. the the whole thirty, you can eat as much of it as you want. But I literally, I finished and I looked over at my wife and I said, "You know what we could have used here?" And she she just knew. She's like, "A glass of Malbec." Oh yeah, just one. And I was like, "Yeah, or, or two, a bottle, or one bottle, yeah, yeah. where we split responsibly, yeah. you know." And I think that's the goal is we want to get back to the place where a beer or two, a strong one. Uh, or a glass of wine or two, or a bourbon or two, you you can feel it, right? Yeah. And I think for the last and you're couple good, months, right? Yeah, That's we the thing really is, you're that. good. That's what I think Weight Watchers helps me do is be like, all right, cool, I can have a piece of pizza, or I can have a bourbon, or I can have seven beers, but they better be they, ultras but, or but, but I, I got to know what they are. I got and and I got to track them. And I've I've said this before. It's like it's all about you only track on the days you want to lose weight. So if there's days where you're like, you know what, fuck it. I'm going to, we're going to I'm going to go golfing and we're going to go eat lunch at a place. We're going to watch football, have wings and burgers, whatever. Okay, cool. I'm going to do it. And that's just it. And the next day, you get right back into it. So that's what I need. I don't know what other people may think it's different, but that's just how I am. Yeah, I mean, I guess I want to try and avoid the compromises. I want to avoid them when I can. Yeah. I don't want to bank on them. But... Let's let's fast forward the clocks for a minute. If we get to a point where every okay, I'm on I'm on day sixteen. Every two weeks, I'm allowed to have a night where I can fly off the handle a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Knowing that everything else continues, why why not? Agreed. My my homegirl Tune Day on the Peloton ride. Yeah, because a lot of our our dads are Peloton riders. You guys know it. Hashtag dad's drinking beer. That's follow, right. Follow our handle. Call our yeah. We follow all, that. We have four people so far. <laughs> she said, "Hey guys, don't let your intentions for the new year cloud your uh, existing joy in the current in the today." And I think we we kind of mentioned that. Don't feel so immediately guilty and regretful that oh I'm having a couple beers tonight. You know why? I busted my fucking ass the last seven days. Yeah. I haven't had pizza yet this year. Uh, I haven't had a bourbon yet this year. I'm doing pretty well. Yeah. And I know it's not. Let's let's not you know get our medal right now. It's only the 20th of January or so. But let's let's keep this train rolling. We need to keep building each other up. We yeah. need to build the dads up. The modern dads got to come together, build each other up. Yeah. Don't let don't make that stop you from living. You know what I mean? Like Mm-mm. you should continue doing what you're doing, but don't stop living. Don't you know what I mean? That's that's where I'm at. Where it's like I got to keep having things because otherwise I feel that like urge. So yeah, um, yeah. I I think Tune Day's on on the right track. I would agree. Maybe next week we talk about like the ultimate cheat meal because I told you last week I'm going to start getting a little bit more irritable and a little bit more angry. But I got to be honest, I, I feel great right now. Yeah, and I'm just 
It's probably because I'm in the bunker with my guy. That's right. And, and, and this is our cheat day, so it's even better. It's great that we we get to record yeah. on our cheat you're, day. You're, you're catching us on the best possible moment. If you would have <laughs> talked to us yesterday, you'd have been like, what stick fell up Jim's ass yeah. right now? He's kind of pissed. Like, we should do a full cheat day episode where it's literally like, I'm eating cheesecake and you're eating, like, just fucking oh, quesadillas. I, I ordered the Manuel's, uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, queso yeah. fundido, baby. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, hey, keep it up. I'm hey, I'm I'm I am very motivated. I uh, I'm feeling Congrats good. on ten. Thanks, buddy. Yeah, looking and you'll let now. our listeners know and me know what you're thinking of for a tattoo. Sh- yeah, maybe even a picture. Maybe we'll see. Depending on where it is, it's not on my ass. So we already discussed that. Just jumped right in front of my next question. <laughs> awesome, awesome. Um, Let's for, do our thank yous. I was gonna say before we get going into the meat and potatoes, definitely want to say thank you to Benny from Bronzewell. As always, Breakmaster Cylinder. Always recommend listening to this episode all the way through. That way you get to hear it. And who else? And thank you. Thank you, everybody, listening, telling your friends, getting one more person to listen in. Really appreciate you guys liking, subscribing, write a review. Yeah, I mean, that's the thanks. Here we are. Let's keep going. There's a lot to talk about in sports. Well, a lot of football to talk about. We got some sports wigs. I'm just saying, let's just go get into it. I'm about to dive in. Head first. The biggest chunk of sports hole is still going to be dedicated to the football playoffs. Every dad, I believe every dad out there is really going to be focused in this Sunday. We've got the final four in terms of the NFL. Yeah. Every one of these teams, you could see winning it all. Um, totally. You're, yeah, 100%. Just finished a really good weekend of football again, but we're going to really you know hone in on the AFC and the NFC championship game. Chris, I'm going to let you kind of dissect the AFC game. Mm-hmm. We have the Bills who are looking pretty damn good right now. Very strong, surprising people. People love the Bills. Defense, offense, at Kansas City. So you've got Mahomes as a question mark right now. Uh, As of the time we're recording this, hopefully by the time you guys listen, you know whether or not he's gotten the green light from the independent doctors. Um, And then you obviously have the enormous man crush eggplant emoji I have for Josh Allen. I think, (laughs) look... I'm not speaking alone here. Every other dad is nodding. Come going, on. Yeah. ESPN is loving him right now. So I don't... Yeah, everyone I'm loving him, man. I mean... I, I'm not so crazy. You guys are all crazy about him. But yeah, okay. 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 Yeah, sorry. I'm going to let you lay it all out. No, there. you're good. You're good. So give us give us your take on why the Bills could win. Yeah. Do a little counterpoint why the Chiefs should win yeah. or could win. And then give us your, your ultimate prediction of okay. who's going to win the game. I love that. Okay. First off, the Bills. The Bills could win this game. And the way they're going to win it is there is that if Mahomes is out, that's gonna that's a big deal. So it's dependent on the other team's I mean, personnel. Every if, Chad, thing, if Chad Henney's in, yeah, I would love to see some kind of temperature like heat map on Buffalo, New York, when Mahomes got up from the concussion and fell over, because <laughs> the erections and blood flow to these people's boners probably went up like crazy. I'm kidding. Like like it looked bad. I mean, when he got up, it was like oh shit. Like it's almost it almost looks like remember rookie of the year with the guy where the the kid got the super arm yes and it and it made the rubber Rowan Garner yeah, yeah Henry Rowan Garner it almost looks like like maybe that happened like like he's gonna show up on Sunday and he's gonna throw like a pick first thing he's gonna like I lost I lost I lost, it. It. I lost it. I, you're gonna see him like mouthing it to Amy <laughs> yeah. on the sidelines yeah. oh god yeah. yeah you know I I'm just gonna say real quick I thought 
he got his bell rung. He got his bell rung, and I know it that's didn't a, look as bad as other ones I've seen. I know, yeah. No, it's it, his head hit the ground, but it wasn't like as bad as you've seen with helmet to helmet. But don't you think part of it is because Mahomes is like 190? Like he's not a big hey, he's dude. Like, what twenty two or something? How he, old is he? He talks like he's fifteen. So like, <laughs> yeah. and, and Pat, I know you're a big fan of the pod. Come he, on, he talks but, like Kermit the Frog. His his voice is Kermit the Frog. He does, but yeah. so just so I heard you right. Yeah, the Bills. Primary chance of winning is if Mahomes is out and Chad Henney is is calling the shots. I think, I think yeah, I think that's checkbox number one. Um, two, I mean, I think the Bills look great. Also, the Bills Mafia is I I do like watching the Bills. By the way, fun fact: my uncle who went to Michigan State, big Bills guy. So maybe if that helps you, kind of convince you to go that way. I would love to see the Chiefs get beat because as a Niners fan. I would love to see not the Chiefs win another Super Bowl. That's my big takeaway. Yeah. Um, what was the last team to win back to back? Got to be the Patriots, right? It was the Patriots. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Seahawks had a chance. They did. Yeah. Man, <laughs> Seahawks. Um, yeah. So anyway, long. I, I think the Bills can do it. I think they need a couple things to fall into place. Even if even if Mahomes is like questionable or kind of like on the edge that's a big bonus for them they're playing in kansas city kansas city has a tendency to make teams look like high school teams i mean the browns looked amazing and then they come out and make them look like look like they like did like a what's the covered wagon with their underwear over their head and then made them they kicked him in the ass and they ran him around all day that's what they made them look like well and, and they only lost by five i mean they because you had Henny out right, there calling right. the shots. I, when that happened, I was like, oh my God, this is going to be big. And I guarantee you, Mahomes was just going nuts back there. But He, he wanted to get back in. He so, wanted to get back in. Because, so, I mean, he got he got his bell rung, but he, he was able to get up and kind of go, I'm okay. That's why I'm thinking he's he is going to make it. I don't think they'll do what they can. I think the NFL do what they won't let him. They'll be like, are you good? He'll be like, well, I don't know. You're good. Get in there. Because the NFL wants yeah. Patrick Mahomes. I'm not going to lie. At Michigan State, I bought a shirt at a tailgate when we were playing Michigan. It says, Chad Henney rhymes with douchebag. So <laughs> that's my feelings on that fucking Great guy. Shirt. It, Great I, shirt. I've had it for a long time. <laughs> Really long time. Um, I mean, yeah. So, and I think, I, I, I do think that just a real quick counterpoint, the Chiefs, I think they're the favorite. Um, all they got to do. Oh, really? Okay. So, okay. So, three, so, they're three and a half point favorite. Three and a half. So, I, I'm surprised. I thought it'd be a little bit more. I think the Chiefs just got to go out there and play their game. They know what to do. They're at home. They got all the weapons. They're, they're, they're the team to beat. So, just to be clear, though, you're, you're picking the Chiefs. Or are you saying Mahomes is the X factor? Because I bet you if Mahomes was fine, you're right. That three and a half might be six, might be five and a half. Yeah. Um, in Vegas. I think there's two, my heart, my want is I want the Bills to win. I think um, if I was to put like cold hard cash on the line, I'd say I, I think the Chiefs are going to win. Okay. But I think the NFC is no joke. I mean, some legends playing. Talk. NFC. Yeah, I couldn't say it better. Legends right now. We got Rodgers, Brady. We have the first NFC title game in a very long time for Green Bay. Uh, in Green Bay. That's which crazy. Is crazy. Yeah. I feel like the Bears played Green Bay in the NFC Championship one year when we had a backup. I don't know how the fuck we got there. But I think that game was in Chicago. So I heard a crazy stat that this is Aaron Rodgers' first NFC title game at home, and you get Tom Brady. 
Brady's first year there. He's he is one of the top two teams in that conference. Very excited for this game. The way the Bucks can win is if they bring that same smash mouth attitude that they brought in the regular season. I called that. I was just I was, on I did, this I was, podcast. I I'm holding on remember, to it. Yes, I'm holding. If you on. remember, I said Rogers had a crazy noise. <laughs> Rogers had this stat come out that said, you know, he's pacing for an MVP season, but. When he's under pressure, he's like 30th in the league. He needs to have time or he is he was like not even close to middle of the pack. The Bucks got after him from the first quarter on and the Buccaneers just literally it wasn't even close. They beat the shit out of the Packers. That is playing it in the Packers' minds. Yeah. If the Buccaneers front 7 put pressure on Rodgers like they did there in Tampa earlier in the season, Tampa's going to win this game. Okay, couple questions, follow up. Does Brady have a contract for an extended period two years? It's okay. a two-year deal. Two-year contract, okay. So that is man. If Aaron Rodgers wins the Super Bowl, does he retire? No way. No way. He's got the biggest chip on his shoulder. He's, see, the reason... Doesn't, that doesn't win the Super Bowl take that well, chip away? Well, that he already has one. No, I'm saying Winning now. again? Yeah. I don't think so. The reason the Packers will win is because of... Aaron Rodgers with that chip on his shoulder. Let's not forget, the Packers drafted a quarterback at the end of the first round this past year. They traded up for him. They got zero wide receivers during the season in terms of helping him out. Instead, you have Alan Lazard and Marquez Valdez-Scantling. I'm sorry, what? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, that's a real player. Rodgers is out right now to prove he doesn't need any help from any organization to still put a winning team on the field. He is literally the X factor. If he keeps that chip on the shoulder, that ego going, then I'd say Rodgers has the edge. Are you I don't s- think he retires okay. after this either so way. If you're saying you're saying Bucks are gonna beat the Packers. My all right, overall prediction this game is gonna be better than the Bills Chiefs. Yeah, um, this is going to be such a fucking great weekend. I can't wait. Green Bay at home in the playoffs, it's really hard to go against them. I'm thinking Green Bay will win by three, but I will be rooting for the Bucks to match my preseason prediction. You got, you, and, and I need that to happen because we, as a collective dad's drinking beer, need one of our predictions to come true. If hey, the, if, yeah. But preseason but I, is, is fucking ballsy. Like... We did really. Hey, we we've established ourselves on lead oh, pipe blocks. We are blocks. knowledgeable, yeah. But it would be a nice icing on the top to say, hey, we also picked an NFC champion well in advance. I mean, yeah, that's so. Let me ask you this: you you picked Packers. I think I the Packers Chiefs. will win. Here's who's jerking off the most right now: State Farm. Jake from State Farm is going to be losing <laughs> his shit because he's at Mahomes and Aaron Rodgers in the commercials. Will they do a giant Super Bowl commercial where it's literally Jake from State Farm, Alpine skiing, uh, Aaron Rodgers, and Patrick Mahomes? Absolutely. Yeah. And it's going to be who's going to come first. Check right. back. So it'll be a two or three part commercial. It'll be a fucking timer. It'll and jump in. Jake from State Farm is boom, just... Boom, 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 boom. <laughs> and then they'll, they'll film two different outcomes in case the Packers are beating them right. and Mahomes... And if Mahomes gets knocked out of the game, he'll look over. Mahomes fall asleep. He's out. He's DQ. It's going to be amazing. I can't wait. I love that. You need just to saying. get on that right now. Just saying. Hey, State Farm, let's go. Not going to lie, though. If it's Bills Bucks, 
It'll be an amazing Super Bowl. It too. will be great. It'll be like old guy, new guy coming in. I mean, oh, here's the thing: if it's, it's going to be like that either way. Yeah, if it's if it's Bills Packers, it'll be fun. If it's Chiefs Bucks, it'll be. I mean, we got it all. So I am fucking stoked. The dads are stoked. This is the championship weekend. Clear your calendar. Sunday game. They even moved the afternoon game a little bit later now. They used to have Sunday games pretty early so that you could have a. Uh, 60 minutes or what on, uh, you know, on or whatever afterwards. So we backed it up, which is great. Don't think I'm golfing this weekend, so I'm going to focus on getting shit done and watching football. So awesome. So we're going to keep the sports whole thing rolling with our standard issue sports swigs. Swigs. I'll go first if that's okay. Yeah, let's go. Philip Rivers retires. He's played 17 years, he has 17 kids. He does. <laughs> he only has nine kids. Talk For about now. that. Talk about that. Talk about Philip Rivers retiring. Hall of Fame quarterback. Oh, really? Most Hall of Fame. Hall of Fame. Hall of Fame. He has no rings. Neither did Dan Marino. Oh, he has more more passing yards than Dan Marino. Do you think Dan Marino deserves to be Hall of Fame? Is there a Hall of Fame for having kids if you're in the NFL? Uh, sorry, this is your going. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. I, I I like the quick the quick asks. Rivers was an interesting character out there. He never used profanity, but he was a notorious crap talker, right? He talked crap all the time, but he never swore. Did you know that? No, I did not. He never used profanity. Look it up. Some of these videos are... He's the Will Smith. Are freaking hilarious. Exactly. You know, Will Smith don't got a a cuss in his rap to sell records, but he doesn't either. (laughs) Philip Rivers really doesn't. He, He talks so much smack without swearing... I think that's commendable, <laughs> it, yeah. the amount of discipline that takes, because I think it's just laziness on my part. I just lead with the F-bomb. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I, I think he's Hall of Fame. I think he's going to be one huh. of the best quarterbacks we've had who never won a Super Bowl, who never even made it to a Super Bowl. Yeah, exactly. I feel for him. I that's the thing. Marino made it to Super Bowls, didn't he? I mean, I know he did, because he made against the Niners. Niners, Dolphins. Niners won. That must have been in late 80s. Yeah. Yeah. Before my time. Don't forget, he should have been on another team because Eli Manning was drafted by the Chargers and they traded to the Giants for, I think, Phillip Rivers. So this whole thing could have been completely different with how it turned out. Instead, Eli has the two rings, but are you telling me Eli is better than no Philip Rivers? I don't think so either. Yeah, so no like, like, there's kind of my comparison. That's yeah. why I think Philip deserves the nod here. All right. All right. Cool. Back to you, Chris. Tiger recently... Uh, had a back procedure. Yeah. Procedure is a fancy word for a surgery. Yeah. Uh, I like how they're trying to spin that. He's now out indefinitely. Yeah. First, give me your outlook on 2021 for him. And then what does that do to your your spirit? It does nothing for my spirit. I think it only increases Tiger's legacy. I mean, let's not forget, he won a major on a broken leg. Literally. Did you know that? The U.S. Open. I just got done watching the Tiger documentary on HBO. You should definitely check it out. I'm definitely watching it. It's really it. good. Bring it up next week for streaming selections, too. Um, a couple of things. One, supposedly the surgery was done like December 23rd. It just was a breaking story right. a month later. Right. Interesting. Rory has already gone out and said, you know, he's talked to him. Um, he's already chipping. He's putting. He's up and around. Just kind of getting used to how the new back feels, this little procedure. It's not a full, like... It's not like a you know they didn't slice him open, fillet him open all the way. They just kind of took care of a couple little things. So, 
So he must have done it right after the event with with his kid. Supposedly, yeah. That's why Charlie was carrying him that well, day. That, well, that was, that's what everyone was saying. is like um, Tiger's back surgery is because he's been carrying the PGA for the last 13 <laughs> years, 15 years. I love it. Um, but anyway, it does not affect me. I mean, obviously, yes, it's concerning. You don't want to see you know, the greatest of all time go into a surgery on something like his back in golf. I mean, you're twisting all the time. It's, Ouch. Most people think that... When you're out there playing golf, you're not you're not doing something as demanding as like a pitcher in baseball or a running back in, in football. But he's playing, walking 18 holes of golf for four days in a row. That's competition. Then he's also what two days before in practice, practice. round and then torque that nonstop moving all day yeah. every day. So yeah, I mean, I think that I think that his body is is breaking down because again, if you watch the documentary, he's doing he was like two years old. I was gonna say. He's been doing it way longer than anybody. Anybody. And the, I mean, the he's guy's... He's got those like LeBron minutes right now. He's a legend. He really is a fucking legend. And, and all these haters, I fuck those guys. So... This daytime's pretty deep. It's really good. It's very light. It is. Not as much flavor as the Fly Jack. I'd agree. Um, but good. Let it keep marinating. Continue with this the This will be good poolside. Like an all-day crusher. Yeah. 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 Um, let's stay in golf. I know you're not a huge golf fan, which is why I like to ask you a lot of golf I like questions. to play it more than watch it. Fair enough. Um, do you know who Kevin Kisner is? Sure. Okay. Kevin Kisner did a great tweet about how they asked him, do you think you're going to win in this company? And he said, no. And they're like, what? And he said, well, it doesn't matter because 20th place still makes a ton it of money. It still pays well, right? Um, what, do you think about, what do you think about these guys that are like cool with just staying 20, still, but you're still making, what, $500,000 or something crazy? Love it. Yeah. That's the reality TV I want to watch. That's a real, genuine answer from a pro athlete who's not trying to sugarcoat or, you know, do something for the sponsors. He's being real with yeah. his fans, with, with, with the world. We need more of that authenticity. We need more people to just say, you know what? I'm blessed to be number 50 in the world right now. I made yeah. 1.3 million last year. Scratch that. I'm blessed to be number 90 in the world. I made $200,000 last year. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. You have to travel the, the world to play golf? You make 200K playing golf? You might have a couple sponsors that are lower level, but like, whatever happened to gratefulness and, and just that gratitude yeah. of, of if, you know... I think Ricky Bobby ruined this for too many people. If you're not first or last, it's okay to be 90th. It's okay to be 100th. You're you're doing something that modern dads can all kind of get behind and say, fuck, I'd love to just be invited to one pro-am event or one tour event where I just, just give me a, like a taste for a day. Yeah. So I love to hear that kind of stuff. Yeah. I, I'd love to see real people being real. Yeah. Everyone needs to just lighten the fuck up right now. Yeah. I, uh, I think that could be said... At any point in history, but especially right now. I agree. Everyone, lighten up. Let's take the temperature down. Exactly. Hey, 49ers, <laughs> hey. D.C. Oh, God. Okay. 49ers, D.C. Thought we were Robert down. Salah. My guy. Salah. Another bald, Sal beautiful Sal man. Salah. 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 That's what yep. I thought. Yep. New head coach of the Jets. I'm sorry. Yeah, I hope you got paid. Tell us right now, what's this chance of him being successful with the Jets? And what's the impact on the Niners? Uh, impact on the Niners, I don't think it's a lot. I mean, I think we're dealing with other things besides losing him. I mean, well, I think losing him is a big, <clears throat> big impact. But I think we're going to deal with other things in the offseason. You still got Bosa? Yeah. You still got Solomon Thomas? Yep. You still got Sherman? Uh, as of now, that's supposed to be okay. not going to be the case. 
I think I think it's going to be interesting to see what happens in the offseason for the Niners on a defensive front because of him because of him leaving. I think there could be some other things, maybe some other you know characters that are going to leave. As far as the Jets gain, I mean, I think the Jets have a world of problems that I don't know if a defensive-minded coach in a head coach position can change. But that being said, I really, I, I mean, I, I was getting a little sick of all these Instagram. I follow a lot of Niners stuff on Instagram and, you know, every single post was, you know, thanks coach and this and seeing pictures of him and even people photoshopped him in before he even had the picture of him when he was signing the deal in Jets shit. I guess I'd rather him be on the Jets than, than another team. You know what I mean? Like in the NFC. Right. Maybe you can kind of root for him. Not like, if he was line. on the Seahawks or something or... Fuck that. Or, you know, or if he, even you know, the Packers or... I mean, that would be a little more heartbreaking. But I really do think he's a stand-up guy. Every time the defensive squad made a play, I don't know if it was because they knew he would react, but I felt like there was always showing him on the sidelines. Yeah. I hope he can carry that level of uh, that intensity yeah. of like... He looked like he was having a great time, but he looked like he had such a level of accountability with his players of, like, you don't want to be on his bad side. Yeah. And if he can, if he can carry that over to the Jets, that'd be great because their last couple of coaches, in my mind, for the Jets have been, like... Yeah, just snoozers. Mutes. He also yeah. looks like he, he also looks like he could put some pads on and a helmet and go. He might just do that. First yeah. player coach in a long time. That's go. Yeah, he looks like he could do it. My last swig to you is, as of the recording of this podcast, Zion has gone three games in a row, scoring over 30 points. Is he for real? Oh, yeah. He's for real. What is he now? 20? I think he's 21. Yeah, maybe. He might have turned 21. Yeah. Um, Sky's the limit for this kid. He is the best athlete in the NBA today. Wow. Here we go. He jumps out of the gym. And then he does this second jump, which is, I think... It's like the Mario when you hit the double button. Yeah. Most people's second jump is like a fraction of what you did on the first. And he barely loses any on the second jump. So when you're fighting for rebounds, if, if it's... He does kind of keep going up. Yeah. He does. He mm-hmm. does. Excited for his career. I think he needs to work on his right hand. I yeah. think he needs to work on a little bit of an outside perimeter shot. Maybe like an 18-footer. Not saying go start shooting threes. You're not Kevin Garnett. You're not... Some big center who's expected to shoot threes. But he's a beast, man. He is. Um, one concern I have is just recently, I think last night, he had 32-5 and five against the Jazz. you got to play both ends of the floor. Like you, you, I, I want to see five offensive rebounds yeah. and then seven or eight defensive. I need to see more dominance down low. I think he's very good at scoring. He's established that. It's time to start kind of developing other parts. But, man... He's so damn young. Like, yeah. like if I was starting a team from scratch, he'd be one of the first few picks I, I literally like consider. Like he, he, he has to be. He's also just built like Mike, Mike Tyson. I mean, he's just he's yeah. just a, a rock that can score. And so, why is he not getting those those you know defensive boards? Curious. I don't know. Yeah. Um, just real quick, when he played in college, he played one year. Do you remember who he lost to in the NCAA tournament? Uh, was that Michigan State? Yeah, it was. All right, cool. Just <laughs> I feel like we were at Buffalo Wild Wings watching that game. San Antonio. (laughs) I miss that. All right, last week for me too. George Springer recently left Houston Astros to sign a free agent deal worth 150 million U.S. dollars to play with the Toronto Blue Jays. Yes. Question I have for you is 150 million dollars for a leadoff hitter. Yeah. Is he going to live up to that? 
I mean, I think he is a good player for the Blue Jays. I mean, I don't follow the American League as much, but I think he's I think he's a good fit for the Blue Jays. He was he was a great fit for the Astros. He was. And I think that he was a piece of that team. Um, $150 million for how long? Six years. So he's, he's going to okay. make $25 million a year. Good for him. Right? Good for him. I mean, right. I, yeah. I mean, Even I, if he's not worth it, baseball's cool because it's it's guaranteed money. Like, he could he could be hurt for the next five years. He still gets that money. I mean, he's going to be, I guarantee you, he's we're, the next picture we see of Springer is going to be him and Drake, and they're going to be hanging out, drinking, you know, Grey Goose or whatever it is. I don't know what they drink uh, in Toronto. Probably Labatt Blue. <laughs> Labatt Blue. Yeah, they're taking Labatt's. Canadian club whiskey. Canadian I don't know. Club. I'm just starting to pick the Canadian. Listen to Celine Dion. Some I don't know. Keep it going. Clearly Canadian. Oh, I love that shit. Yeah, I love that. It's been a while. Um, it's going to be him and Drake. Yeah, they're going to be hanging out. Yeah, I mean, good for him. $150 million seems like a lot. I mean, the Blue Jays hadn't made any moves in the last... I mean, who's the last fucking Blue Jay you can remember? They got a pitcher earlier in the year. Um, he's one of the Japanese kids, but he's really good. They... The one thing I looked at is I had to look into it. They have a really good young core. They got Vlad Guerrero Jr., but they they drafted him and they brought him up to the minors. Their infield is stacked. And last year, before Springer even joined the outfield, they had the number two outfield in production in terms of home runs and RBIs. And Springer, as a leadoff guy, he's I think he's been in the league for six, seven years. He's already second or third all time in leadoff home runs in terms of it's impressive. Leading a game with a home run. That's impressive. Yeah. Like, that record should be his. So I didn't realize their offense is fucking stacked, but their their pitching is kind of that, that question mark yeah. right now. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be interesting to see. I mean, I think that hopefully a full uh, MLB season will be telling. I wonder if they're going to play in Toronto. Didn't they play last year in, like, yeah, they, Connecticut we, we or talked, something? Yes, they did. It was, it was Connecticut. You're right. It was, yeah. I'll take weird facts from 2020 for 3,000, Alex, <laughs> which isn't even a real The category. Connecticut Blue Jays, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so... Can't wait for Sunday. Oh, God. Don't even... I mean, I can't even... I, Thank you for the swigs. We've dusted off they from were climbing out through. of the hole. Mm, yes. Um, one thing we haven't done much in 2021 yet, in Season 2, is dole out some dad advice. Dad advice. Dad advice. So this segment is really for dads out there to listen in on some experiences that Chris and I have had in the last couple of weeks or, or month or so. Things that we thought were worth sharing in terms of being a dad and, yeah. you know, how did you relate to this and how did you handle this? And we're not experts, but we're dads, so we're kind of experts. Yes. So we're going to come off as experts, but... We have no idea what the fuck we're doing. No. <laughs> if we if there's a better way to do this, tell us. But yeah. we want to give out some some dad advice because yeah. we're we're licensed in some states. Right. Um can I start? Go, please. All right. So it goes without saying we just celebrated a really big holiday. On Monday, we had the day off of, of work. It was Martin Luther King J uh Junior Day. Yep. Excuse me. Yep. And having conversations with my six and four year old about Martin Luther King and who he was. It was really cool because, just some context, they learned about it in their school. So they were able to kind of feed me some information back and say, here's what I've uh, you know learned about Martin Luther King. And my older son, Connor, he's six. And having those conversations about how, for instance, this year Martin Luther King would have turned 92. Yeah, yeah. Which means the civil rights movement was not that long ago. But when I tell him that... 
you know, people of his color had to drink from a different water fountain. They Unreal. had to sit in the back of the bus. Connor sounds like Buddy the Elf when he finds out that this guy's pretending to be Santa. He's kind of like, no way. Yeah. Like, that. that's not true. Why would anyone think that? Yeah. And this is where I think kids are the, are the coolest because they don't have any freaking clue about the hate that's out there. So my dad advice is have conversations with your kids early because they're they're always learning from you. Like whether whether you're acting something out, you're you're speaking something out, they're always watching, absorbing. By by engaging them with serious issues like this and saying, Do you know some people still think like that? And Connor goes, No. No. Who who still thinks like that? That's that's terrible. I said, Connor, keep that mindset. Right. You cannot sway the other way. This is too important for your generation to not think that what happened literally only 60 years ago, 60 years ago, which it's not that old. And I always say, Connor, there's a lot of work left to be done. But that's my responsibility. That's your responsibility. Even if you hear something that is inappropriate, it's okay to stand up and say, hey, that's not cool. And you're wrong. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it is our responsibility as dads. And I mean, I'm, I'm the father of a, of a little girl and it's important for me to, to make sure that's, that's the case. But truthfully, as a father of two boys, it is important for you to um, make sure that our men are kind and are, 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 are doing the right thing. And the right thing is is... Speaking up. Speaking up. Right. And, and if something is wrong, you say it. You don't just sit there and let it happen. You act on it. You yeah. you do the right thing. It's a responsibility. So I, I, I challenge them. I said, yeah. look, you're six right now. You might not, I might have to have this talk with you again in a couple of years. Sure. At some point, you're going to come across somebody who doesn't share the same stuff. My dad advice is be the role model that you think people need to be. Because there are probably more people in our generation who didn't do that. They didn't. Yeah. They no. were okay with, hey, it doesn't affect me. I'm just going to keep moving on. And yeah. yeah. And be that be that yeah. kid that stands up for that. It may be tough as a kid to like speak up, but it will be better. You will be a better kid, a better person, a better man, a better woman because of it. So yeah, that's a that's a that's a big one. That's a really big one. Thank you, Dr. King. My little bit of dad advice is um, a story that happened. Uh, I'll give you a little bit of a, you know, quick version of it. My kiddo, you know, she's, she's when we're watching TV, my wife and I, um, she's usually watching her own shows or drawing or painting or whatever, maybe on the iPad. On her tablet, yeah. Okay. Her, yeah, yeah. And we're watching the news or, or, you know, the office or whatever it is, but she's... Real sex on HBO. Real sex, yeah, or, or some other hardcore pornography usually on the tv usually yeah depends on what day yeah, it is but usually she is not, she does not pay attention she never pays any mind to it she, she knows we're watching the news she'll always be like you're watching the news whatever she's honed in on her barbie but she's, yeah, show barbie Dreamhouse adventure it's a good soundtrack i have a couple on my gracie will like some on my spotify oh, yeah. and i keep on like this is a good song <laughs> i think we've golfed and it came on and, and we were like you can leave it. If you <laughs> You're want. like, what is this? I was like, it's my Barbie Treehouse Adventure. That actually didn't and, happen. But then we were like, you can just leave it. It's okay. It's pretty good. It's got a great beat. <laughs> Sorry. So, so, so anyway, uh, she usually doesn't care. But um, the other night, 
my wife and I were watching a show. We were watching like something on TV and then the next thing on, it was like, you know, what, 60 minutes and the next show on was was the John Bonet Ramsey oh, yeah. case. That's uh, pretty dark. It's a very dark story. And it was like this whole like new evidence has come out, blah, blah. So, and, and, and both Steph and I, and I love these true crime things. So I was kind of like, I'm going to watch this. But Steph was like, why are people still obsessed with this story? It's kind of crazy. And then, of course, 45 minutes in, she's in. You know, Stephanie is hooked. Yeah. And all, it's, all the reservations are gone. Yeah. It's like, no, this is yeah, why. She's yeah. like, I love this. This. What happened? Who's this? And it's the weekend. So it's, I think it's Saturday night. You know, Grace usually goes to bed around 7.30, 8. And it was probably around 8.30. And, um, you know, Grace was kind of on the couch rolling around, kind of like tired, whatever, kind of snuggling. And I noticed that there was a moment where Grace was literally watching the show we were watching. And it was a part where they were showing her and you know it was spoiler yeah 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 she died yeah sorry found in Um, a blanket or something yeah she was like in a blanket and but they don't show it all but i mean you know it was it was enough especially for a seven-year-old enough to kind of go whoa and 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 grace got and i i kind of it took me a second like i was watching the show and then i look at down i see my kid a seven-year-old girl again john was six by the way so it's kind of like holy shit and there's this whole thing happening and and both Steph and I kind of caught it and we're like, pause, because I want to re- watch the rest of it. Um, let's, <laughs> let's, let's, uh, of course, put Gracie to bed. And Grace was like, what's going on? What, who's, who is that? What is that? What's going on? And we we're like, she was sick. And then she's like, why is she sick? And of course, it just led this whole thing of like, oh God, we're terrible parents. But it is also one of the things of like a little bit of dad advice is you just got to be careful about what your kids are seeing. And that's all the time. That's, that's not just, you know, TV or, or anything. It's it's everything. I think we take it for granted, you know, if you got Disney Plus or you got this or that, you're safe. But I mean, truthfully, I mean, my kid, we've talked, I think we talked about it the first episodes or whatever about my kid watching YouTube kids and like seeing some creepy spider. And she had nightmares for weeks because of it. So it, it's just one of those things you have to be careful. Like it hasn't come back around too much you know but i know it's in there and that's the thing is it's in there and so the kids these days have content coming from a number of everywhere mediums yeah yeah. keep their eyes on and in this day and age yeah like you said like it's one button click away from something else that could take them down a wormhole now we don't even have regular youtube so she can't go down that we have disney plus and then netflix kid stuff so we have time limits still, on everything. Still, and still but I mean, I mean but again, you were taking the right steps, but to your point, it could be anything. It could, it could be, be anything. It could be literally, I mean, again, it could be the news. <laughs> That's the other thing, too, is like, I don't even want her really watching the news, news right now. Violent, yeah, the news is the worst of it all. Sometimes they give you a warning, but you're like, if you ever watch something and that special news report comes on, you're, oh you're almost like, God damn. don't look at me, don't not, look. Not again. Yeah. Uh, hope she doesn't have any nightmares about We'll see. Yeah, Sean she Benet. seems like she's all right. Yeah. Fascinating story, though. Really good story. Um, Santa Bill did it, just saying. Okay. I'll circle back on you on that. <laughs> All right. I've got a really quick one here. Um, I uh, recently watched Alex Trebek's last episode of Jeopardy, and Jeopardy was a huge part of my growing up. Yeah. Huge. Watched it almost every day after school. We, it was in Chicagoland. It was on at 3.30 p.m., 
uh, Central Standard Time on ABC after Inside Edition, which sucks to be honest. <coughs> yeah, I, but I, that, no, yeah, yeah, no, that's exactly like Inside that, yeah. Edition. I'm like, next, let me, you know, let me change the channel till three thirty. Was after Inside Edition? After Inside okay, Edition. Okay. All right. It's different everywhere, but that's how it was syndicated okay. in, in Chicagoland. And I've been DVRing it lately, and you know what? Just coming right out with it, I am a Jeopardy fan. It's one of my probably top ten favorite shows at any given time. So Alex, being part of my growing up. The dad vice here is really simple. It's pass on some traditions in your family. Like traditions are important. And I'm not saying every tradition is important. That's This is where you as a dad, as a father figure, as a influencer on your kids, you get to decide what makes the cut and what doesn't. Yeah. Jeopardy, if it still is something that you're passionate about, yeah, put it on. Yeah. Jeopardy is TVG. I bet Grace could watch Jeopardy. There is no... Profanity, we, nudity, We're very nothing. strict about the Jeopardy rules in our household, though. So are we. Okay. You must good. answer in the form of a question. Absolutely. You cannot just blurt it out. You got to be like, yeah. Nope. Yeah. Um, I always say, if you know, and again, I always say, this is my, my dad doing it before. I. This is how I learned. If you guess and you're wrong, my dad gives me a look and he goes, take the minus. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. if you're going to keep score, you have to actually take the deduction right. here. Yeah. The other thing we do, and, and uh, you know, I'd love your feedback, is if we get one right that no one else gets right, which I get one uh, about one per episode, my dad did the Homer Simpson, he'd <laughs> yeah. always do that. Yeah. I find myself with the kids around and, and Claire, my wife, kind of just going, yeah. <laughs> like I kind of, I, I clap and I kind of do a little, like a little bit of a flex and like a, like a, like a small fist pump, but... I don't know if I just carry on the woohoo tradition, but the Jeopardy itself, regardless of who's going to take over as hosting, I think you got to keep some things alive because to be selfish, it's my dad's tradition. It's 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 something I had as a kid. Yeah. Whether it sticks with my two boys, whatever, it right? Will. It we will. will have our own on our own. This is one that they could say, well, we're like, why do we start doing this? And I can say, actually, my dad worked from home sometimes or my dad was on the road and when he come home uh, as a sales sales guy, we would have Jeopardy ready and, and he used to kind of give us that look like like he would take the remote and give a little half, you know, one eye would be winked and the thumb up, hey, get out of my seat, Jeopardy's on. And everyone would just like stop and like tune in and like props to Alex, that was, that was a huge part of our growing up. Yeah. Did you guys watch Jeopardy? Um, not as a household. Um, but, but definitely it was a, you know, it was a thing, but I do love Jeopardy. I've become a fan. My wife, when I met her, she had a roommate who was a big Jeopardy fan and taught me the rules of watching Jeopardy. Sure. I think it's important to have traditions. And I think that, um, what you're saying is, is important where it may be your tradition with your dad, but you're passing that down to your kids. And again, you're passing down a love of Jeopardy, which that's a good thing to pass down. You know what I mean? Yeah. We're not saying, hey, guys, sit around the, the TV. We're going to watch. Right. 600-pound life. Yeah. <laughs> I'll say I already used my real sex example. What's another awful show that kids should not be watching? Yeah. Uh, we're going to watch. Yeah. 600-pound life is the way to go there. Yeah. The Jabbity Ramsey documentary. Yeah. 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 Okay. I made some mistakes. I no, no, no. But it's not just Jeopardy. It's, it's, the, it's the tradition piece. And I think. We're in this society where everything's changing so quickly. Yeah. 
what can you find from your childhood that continues in a new world where yeah. you're like, guys, this is what we're going to do at 3.30. Or, hey, I DVR it now, which we never did before. It was all, You only had to watch it live. If you had to pee on the commercial break, you best believe. You'd run it. Hurry the fuck up. Get That's your how shit it was as a back. kid. Remember? You'd be like, I got to go. And you run. You'd be like, they're starting. You're no. like, ah. I would yell, black, black, I get my seat back so that no one would sit in my seat. Right. Did and you they, guys say anything like that? Yeah, my, my sister would like sitting there and be like, no. And my dad would be like, get up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, carry tradition. I love it. I think that's true. And I and I don't know who's going to post. Uh, I know they're doing like a trial thing. Ken Jennings is it's doing him now. Yeah. Um, I don't know how much personality he has, but. He's fine. He's like, like here's the thing, though. No one's going to replace Alex. That's You shouldn't even try. You can't. I mean, but don't get like, don't get like. Steve Harvey or, or something. Drew Carey or yeah, some like shit. Let's, let's find another guy. Just find a guy who's younger who wants to try it out and give him another 20, 30 years to do it. I mean, I'll say for 36 years. But no one's going to do that. They're not going to just bring in some random dude. You need a name? I think you need a name, right? I don't know. Maybe Kevin Kisner's available and he'll keep it real. Hey, Kevin Kisner would be great. He just, he literally records Jeopardy shows Monday through Wednesday. And then plays professional golf you do, Thursday, Friday. You know, I mean, they, they do five episodes a day I'm sure in they recording. Do. Yeah. So you get a whole week in a day. So he'd be three weeks ahead. I read somewhere Pat Sajak works three days. or, or some, It's like six days a month. I believe it's it. It's ridiculous. Yeah. It's not that hard. Yeah. You go back, you change. It's, it's not that hard. It's the easiest you job do your in the foundation, world. You look at Vanna. So, I mean, still solid. If we ever do our top five hottest over 60, she's right up there. Fun fact. First Playboy I ever saw was Vanna White Playboy. We're keeping this in. Yeah. Every month we're going to give out some dad advice. We're going to dole out some good dad advice. Let's talk about the beer. I'm happy to talk about the beer. It's very good. Should we just play a little beer music under here? Let's let's talk beer. Let's talk beer. That's right. We are going to give a score to Lagunitas Daytime IPA. 98 calories, three carbs. It fits with the mold of January's Get Fit Challenge. You know, this is a beer that is extremely smashable. Chris, I want to hear your take on it, but we don't need to spend the full segment on it because this is different tonight. We've we've been able to sip on it throughout the show. I, I really like this. We've been drinking it. Yeah, it's four percent, so I feel like it's why we've been able to have a conversation with some coherency. Touche. Uh, yeah, three carbs. Which what, what was the others? Do you Ultra, remember? Yeah, Ultra was two point six. Okay. And the flyjack was five grams of carbs. Okay. So this is kind of in between, closer on the ultra side. Yeah, and, and here's the thing: it does have a little more flavor than the ultra, not as much as the flyjack. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. It, it, and that's where I think that that maybe they, that's the carbs thing. But it's still drinkable. It's, it's not, very good. It's I would say it's way better than ultra, but I don't know if it's as good as flyjack because flyjack. Has that little extra kick. I agree. Um, as far as can, we always talk about cans and art. Uh, it's good. Love cans. It feels good. I mean, it's, 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 it, here's the thing. I am excited to have my backyard not be a construction site and to drink a couple of these beers in my pool on the putting green with my guy. That's what I'm happy about. Hey. It might be Flyjack because that might be number one. If you can't tone it, tan it. Tan it. That's right. It's my guy. <laughs> this is good. I think... The 4% makes me think it's a light beer. I mean, yeah. it it goes down fresh. It's a hoppier light beer, yeah. right? If you're going to say, oh, this is like a Bud Light, Coors Light, it's hoppier. Yeah. That's where that little bit comes yeah, in. Yeah, it's a little hoppier, yeah. Um, I would say 
low to medium carbonation. Like there's a little bit of a crispness to it. Go Agreed. ahead. Go ahead. Take, go ahead. Take another one sip. One more. One more sweet. You feel that? It's a yeah. little carbonated. Yeah, but not over the top. Not over the top. And there's a really quick shot of citrus. A really quick shot of like. Oh, by the way, there's something a little fruity in here. Yeah, it's 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 like it gives you a little bit of flavor, not as much as the fly jack because no. I think the fly jack almost tastes like I think we talked about it like a regular IPA beer. Maybe it just happens to be maybe less that's calories. the extra two grams of carbs it might too. Be. But go it ahead, must be. But yeah. go ahead. I, I this, agree with you there. Yeah, this one is just a little bit less. So I have my score. I'm locked in. Are you locked in? I'm ready. Okay. All right. What's, what's your I'm score? My score, eighty. Stop. <laughs> I'm at an 80. Is that on the spot? Two in a row? Back-to-back weeks. We are, A, probably more functional because we're drinking light beers. Totally agree. B, on the same page around these these light beers. And guys, I don't want to tell you an 80 is bad. An 80 is strong. Very good. Because you can go through a four or five of these and feel great. And yeah. feel a little bit of a buzz, but not feel like you can't get anything else done. Yeah, and we've talked about it like the times before. Like, how do you feel the next day? I think we're gonna feel fine the next day, right? It better be. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I got shit to do. Yeah, absolutely. So, hey, thank you, Lagunitas. Yeah, out of Cal, out of Northern California. Northern California, Petaluma. Oh, of course. Is that close to Paso Robles? Kind of in the same Sorry. general vicinity. Paso Robles. Lagunitas Daytime IPA, guys. Four percent. Um, it's a solid eighty. It's got more flavor than the ultra. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I could drink this on the golf course, but I could also drink it um, if it was like we were at a party or a Super Bowl party, and someone's like, "Hey, I got this, this, and this." I'd be like, you know. Yeah. Time will tell. Yeah. But we will weigh in on that next week. Same thing. We'll say, "Hey, Lagunitas, solid beer. Felt yeah. either great or felt better than before, better than the last week." And we will do another fun. Low calorie beer selection for next week. Check out our Instagram. We're going to look for recommendations. Yep. We would love to hear from you guys. Maybe let this one of the month be a, the, the listener recommendation of what beer we should have. So be on the lookout for that. Yep. Be on the lookout for possibly my tattoo, which I should be oh, getting fuck yeah, dude. soon. We'll see what happens. I don't know. Maybe I'll make a ter- another. I have a couple terrible tattoos. I may make another terrible decision. Who knows? I like that. At this point, who cares? I have enough. It doesn't matter. You know, as long as it's not on my face or neck. Or butt. Or butt. I mean, if it's on my butt, it's it a can be as bad as it, it wants, can be bad right? as it wants. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm down for that, too. It might just be a one that says the love butt, which I think is a great idea. Big arrow? Yeah. Big era. It's just so Kidding. many possibilities. Don't worry about the modern dad movie of the month. We're going to skip January. We'll bring that back. Because it's cold out. Yeah. yeah, we're not really going to get together and watch a movie outside with the other dads in Texas. But we have some ideas for the rest of the year. Yep. But otherwise, I had a blast. This has been a really smooth flowing, felt good. beer flowing episode. Felt tight. I felt like we drank the beer early, which I kind of like that idea. I don't know if we continue that on. I'm looking forward to this weekend for some Football, we'll be back with knowing who's going to be in the Super Bowl. Again, Super Bowl party. Holy shit. Yeah, feeling good. Life's good. Keep your intentions going strong. Yeah. If you need help, we can be a sponsor. The Modern Dad can be your support system. Yeah, be there Chris for your kids. Yeah. Chris is I'm, mine. I'm Chris's. Help us out and help each other out, guys. Yeah. All right, so anyway, I'm all set. You're all set? Dude, I'm feeling great. We're good. Thanks, um, Chris. Thank you guys for listening. We've been the dads. We've been drinking beer, light beer. See you next week. See you guys.